Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to The Sportive, the only show that records two episodes every year. Rain or shine, snow or hail, The Sportive Podcast is here to do one episode in January and another one sometime in the summertime to keep you up on Minnesota sports. Stu is here. How are you doing, Stu? John, I'm great. It's just, it's good to hear your voice, Stu. Brandon, how are you doing? John, I'm great. Oh my gosh. It's, it, it was honestly slightly emotional to hear Brandon and Stu's voices on the, on the, this is not the sport of hotline, on the, on the telephone. It's, it's been, Stu, has it been a while? It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, I missed that. It's been a good two months since the last time we recorded an episode. I have had three family weddings and seven kid summer sports. Well, I'm sure we'll cover all this later. Brandon has been playing four baseball games every day. Uh, our, our good friend Chicken Fingers, Clarence Swamptown, is not here because a kid sport interfered. We really, my goal for the sportive podcast is to continue to record two episodes a year until all of Clarence's kids, Chicken's kids, have graduated from high school. And I know that that is somewhere in the region of 15 years away, but... He tricked us just, again. He kept we just, telling us that he's going to be available, and he's not. And he told us he'd be available today, and we believed him. And he's not. God, Charlie Brown. I think, I think he Lucy. believed it himself this time. I really do that's think right. he believed it. It did make it harder that way. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yep. So, in the interest of covering the last two months, Brandon, what have we missed? Okay. <clears throat> okay, uh, John, bear with me on this one. Okay. Brandon went to the Black Hills in La Trip. Zero thrills. Family got a cavapoo for yuppie scum, the perfect pooch. Stu did a shot that made him tipsy. Cut your hair, you dirty hippie chicken coaching all the teams. He's never been more angry. John is locked in toddler hell. Somehow they're alive and well. Texting us to do a show. No response. Fuck this blows. We're here now, but out of sorts. Perfurious about fall sports. Bros and turds will be covered. Hi, we're back. What's up, fuckers? We didn't do the podcast. Things were always broken and the air was smoking. We didn't do the podcast. The twins were horseshit and Kirk Cousins lost it. Timberwolves trade Rubio. Gilda Radner, big asshole. Save some cash. Sign no one. Raise target center. Let's move on. Giannis finals MVP. Ed to Brewers, so shitty. Twins best players all <laughs> moved on. Boy geniuses, giant frauds. Aaron Rodgers, drama queen. Blue balled all the other teams. White Sox good despite La Russa. The snake her gal was named Medusa. Vikings have the same team. <laughs> Zimmers are COVID's gold dream. Cousin sucks. O-line Swiss cheese. They'll go 0-17. We didn't do the podcast. <laughs> Things were always broken and the air was smoking. We didn't do the podcast. The twins were poopy and Kirk Cousins was loopy. Goofer, gopher hoops will be shitty. Football team barely top 50. PJ high on own supply. Tanner Morgan, huge gut guy. 
Sports are bad, so let's move on. Plenty more to shit upon. Restaurants are all too busy. Fox News dads are getting pissy. Tokyo Olympics, young. Ted Lasso still going strong. There's a beach that makes you old. Fast night went to space so cold. Charles Grodin, Bismarcky. Girl, you got what I need. Screech Powers just passed away. What else do I have to say? We didn't do the podcast. Things were always broken and the air was smoking. We didn't do the podcast. Oh, God, my phone just went dead. So, no, not really dead. I just it went to black. I can't finish the chorus. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's how you come back with technical difficulties. And oh, a song. my goodness. There were three verses. Three <laughs> verses. I had to take I a day off I can't believe it. Oh my goodness! I listeners, I did not know that was coming. So you'll <laughs> you'll you'll just have to you'll just have to take my girlish laughter as an indication of the truth of that statement. Because boy, howdy, that was that was something else, gentlemen. We thought you'd appreciate being surprised, John. Yeah, <laughs> the the fact that. Brandon did three verses, and Stu still had the phrase "Kirk Cousins poopy" in the chorus. Indicates a sort of uneven amount of work that maybe you guys did here. But yeah, I just uh, about forty-five minutes before the late... podcast, Brandon said, I, "I wrote a whole song." But it can was you a late chorus. Yeah, it was a late warning to Stu. I knew how corny it was, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to go forward with it. But finally, I decided to. Bring Stu into the mix. So, yeah, he didn't have much time to prepare. So, thanks for being a good sport, Stuart. La- oh, no problem. <laughs> uh, corny though it may have been, I laughed delightedly literally the whole time. Uh, he, send me those lyrics and we'll put, them in the, we'll put them on the website or in the show notes or something like that because it is, it is important to me. That is poetry in motion. <laughs> Well, this has been the sport of it. It's been good to talk to you guys. Six whole minutes. Yeah, good time. Uh, John, what <laughs> best, else is new? The best part of the whole thing was that Brandon said, one of the last things Brandon said before we started recording was, I don't have much in the way of hot takes. I don't have much for the podcast. And there was literally everything. I know. Literally every possible it. sport. Was there a loons rip in there? I couldn't actually. I was having trouble keeping track of all of them. No, no, I didn't get to the loons. Nope, I should is this, have. Is, is this how we're going to just like our John podcast? The, is this how we're going to lead into John being the beat writer for the loons for the rest of the summer? <laughs> sure. Just I'm, like I'm okay with starting with that, yeah. Just like the whole podcast, we didn't quite manage to have time to get to the get to the loons. Yeah, the, um, except for that one. Actually, sort of good, right? They're gritty. They're, they're gritty. They're gritty. They're I, I, I think they're gritty. They're gritting out. They're gritting out results, as they say. They're gritting out results. Um, it sounds like, and they've made like major improvements to their home um, press coverage. Um, <laughs> if yeah. you missed it, yes. um, from if you don't follow Jerry Zagada, Zagada, I, it's it's not a real Jerry Zolgad. Yep. but yeah, different. Not I think it's a different C. Um, on his Twitter account, on I believe Wednesday, he uh, notified the greater uh, Twin Cities area that John Marthaler. We'll be covering the rest of the uh, United's home games this season. Wow. Not the rest of United's Congrats, season. John. Actually, the rest of the Twins season is it what's happening. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. They're, they're, who pays Jerry, attention after that? Just yeah, say thank you. Matter. I do. Just say thank Jerry, you, John. Yes, <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Jerry is 
helping out with Twins coverage through the end of Twins season with Phil Miller on the Twins beat. So they've asked me if I can cover the home games at least, and if I manage to not put any swear words in the coverage, hopefully we can do some more stuff as well. Um, but I, I'm out of practice. It's been... It's been it's kind been. of a. It's been. It's been. It's been a strange week in the sense that there's been a lot of. I've been getting a lot of details like where where do I go at the stadium and whatever. And I I covered a ton of games at the National Sports Center back before they moved to MLS, and I guess probably stopping about the year before they moved to MLS. Once <laughs> I, I think the Star Tribune started taking things a little more seriously once. They once Minnesota United announced that they were moving over to MLS, and so I'd done less and less. That also coincided with having children, so it's a little bit hard to separate those two things in some ways as well. But it's this will be Saturday's game will be the first game I've covered at Allianz Field, and so it was a little strange from going from spending whole summers where I was basically the only person in the press box every week to literally not knowing where to go at the stadium or how coverage works now. And apparently, take a left at the halfway burned down big lot liquors. Right. That's the that's the right way to go. It's it, it's like professional now, near as I can tell. I won't be wandering into Lindsay Gensel's post game interviews anymore, it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> so that I guess that's good for me from keeping me from looking like an oaf on internet broadcast, so I'm looking uh, forward to that. You have so many other ways to look like an oaf, though. I know. Yeah. I've got... There the internet so has many... really opened up all of our oafing possibilities. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I. there are so many ways that other ways that I can find to be an oaf, so I'm looking forward to those. Anyway, it should be fun. Um, Congrats, so the team, the team is gritty. Um, is it because they are actually more talented than we thought, or are they just grinding out wins against superior competition? Well, I think the thing that's been... Impressive to me is that they've they've lost a number of guys via injury or via other things. They they've had some of their big names have slightly diminished roles, whether it's through age or just ineffectiveness. And so there's a lot of guys, specifically guys like Asani Dotson, who's played just about every position on the field, but even a number of other guys as well who maybe were not penciled into the starting lineup to start the year, but they've been major contributors this year and. They they've they lost their first four games of the season, and since then they've they've only lost once in thirteen games. And so they they may not always be playing perfectly, but they're getting points out of almost every game, and uh, it's it's been good. They've been one of the better teams in the league since that ugly start. And that's probably it for positive sports coverage. That'll do it. I think everything else is just going to be bitterness and complaining. I don't Uh, think there's any. Oh, I guess uh, uh, if we get to the Olympics, like some Minnesotans did really good. But um, the Minnesotans were great in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Gable Stevenson, um, Sumi Lee. How are you? Are you a wrestling guy? Do you know I anything have, about wrestling? I, I, I know just enough to be dangerous. Uh, my friendship with uh, silver medalist Brandon Paulson probably helps that. He sort of tried to explain things to me at a fantasy football draft once, and it just came down to, Jesus, this seems really hard. And how do you... Wait, how is do, that a, was that a joke, <laughs> or are you actually friends with Brandon Paulson? Yes, we, we, I, I know we have talked about this on the podcast before. I'm in the oh, same I fantasy don't remember that at all. as him. 
Yeah, uh, my uh, buddy from my hometown, his wife and Brandon's wife are college roommates. So that's kind of my connection. How about that? To the it is how about that? And I think I've promised him like the last uh, three or four Olympics that we tried to have him on the podcast, and I still haven't done it. So that's another <laughs> another games in the books, Brandon. <laughs> we should. <laughs> I, I've uh, often been frustrated about this podcast, but never quite so much as right now, finding all this out for the first time. <laughs> wow. Boy, if only if only this Minnesota a, had a wrestler who was going to potentially have a lot of success at the Olympics, we could have talked to him about. Timely, <laughs> newsworthy, and interesting. No thank oh, you. Oh, man. Yes. No, yeah, definitely. We, Good we thing no, we didn't do any of that. We hate all three of those things. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we, we will absolutely go to the mattresses to dredge up a 30-year-old Billy Joel song and see how it relates to Kirk Cousins stuff. <laughs> that will do. Oh, yeah. Yep, we'll, t- we'll take a half-day vacation to work on three verses. We will. Yep. This is when <laughs> this is when Stu tells me that he's drinking buddies with John Schuster, and I just lose my mind. <laughs> I have, not, have I, I not mentioned that? I have not. I, no, I, actually, they, do, they do drink a lot of Surly, though, so God bless those guys. God um, bless them. Uh, but yeah, uh, Gable Stevens. I mean, we should actually we should start with Suni Lee because that's like that was that was awesome national, national news. Uh, basically, just uh, with uh, Simone Biles um, withdrawing um, St. Paul's own Suni Lee um, did like, Vari- super variously good. referred to as mm-hmm. St. Paul's own South St. Paul's own at least in one spot, and then several people referred to as to her as being from Little Canada. Which I'm pretty sure is not true. I'm. I no. think the gym is. In, I think her gym is in Little Canada. Yeah, and that's like on the little like where East St. Paul turns into like that long strip of Maplewood and parts of Little Canada. That's kind of <laughs> Maplewood is by far the sort of, stupidest suburb. If, if yeah, I mean if you follow it, I think where the parade started, it was damn near by the lamplighter. <laughs> I mean, it was. And that that my friends is Saint Paul. Have I, I, I've told I've told my story about the lamplighter on the podcast, right? I'll tell it again just because it's been two months since we did a podcast. But I knew of the existence of the lamplighter because I'd driven by it, and I honestly, for years and years, this maybe shows you how naive of a person I am. I thought it was a hockey bar. I thought it was a hockey bar. Yeah, lighted a lamp. Yeah, it turned out to be a disgusting strip bar. Oh, no, John, it is not. It is not about that that type so, of lamp or that type of light. One of one of my friends mentioned it. I was like, "Wait a second, what did you just say? It's it's not a it's not a bar where someone goes to watch hockey." Well, that for once my my unwillingness to leave my home and go someplace that sounds like fun has served me well here because. <laughs> Imagine my face walking into the lamplighter, expecting Old to wild see jersey. The, <laughs> the same crowd as Tom Reed's Hockey City Pub. And whoa, this is this what are they doing with their home? I fingers? would guess. <laughs> I love Jesus, Brandon. Um, I would guess they share patrons. That's a. I think that's a, I think that's a fair assumption. The two the two main stops on the St. Paul bar scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she, she was uh, just fantastic. Um, if you watched that, uh, um, oh, and actually, I, I'm actually uh, conflating two things. Her uh, beam routine, that was, I think, where she finished fourth, I think was the most amazing thing that she did because she was going to fall off of the beam and literally was doing the for like 15 seconds and then <laughs> stayed on the beam. And she would have meddled if Simone Biles, that was one of the events she actually did. And I think uh, Biles finished third and uh, Lee finished fourth. But 
Anyway, she was uh, incredible. You don't need us non-gymnastics experts to tell you that. Um, and Stevenson, my God, man. Uh, down... I, don't, I, I watched the highlights, and I still don't understand how this is possible. Stu, if you could give that recap you're about to, that's great. But I just want to preface yeah. it by saying I don't know how this can possibly happen. Uh, there were 15 seconds left in the match. He was down 8-5. to five. So he needed three points to tie, four points to win. And in those 15 seconds, where it's, this is a sport where it is damn near, it's it's like, so it can be like soccer, that it's really hard to score yeah. points if you're like a doesn't Like want a, heavyweight, a heavyweight wrestling match, three to one is a fairly common yeah. score. Five to yeah. three, that was, that's a fairly high scoring heavyweight wrestling match. You can play, you can play defense and just, you know, once you're ahead, you can sit on, you can four corners the shit out of it and you can, the gold medal's yours. Stevenson somehow managed to score two points twice in those last 15 seconds, including the, la- the last two points literally as time ran-, ran out. And he knew exactly what he did. He held up two right as the clock hit zero and the ref put up the two points to signify that Stevenson had just won the gold medal on the very last second of competition. It was, even if, you, it, again, no one understands wrestling scoring. I do not understand wrestling scoring, but I knew what he did was worth two points and I knew he did it right before it, the clock hit zero and it was fucking cool, man. I mean, I, I literally would have bet if you had said, all right, we're going to take this guy. He's won three straight world championships or something like that, this guy that Stevenson was wrestling. Mm-hmm. If you had said, all right, in 15 seconds, he's got to get two takedowns, and we are going to tape together the other guy's two hands. He won't be able to use his hands. They're just going to be taped together uselessly in front of him. Who do you think is going to win this match? I would have said, obviously, the guy who has the three-point lead. Mm-hmm. They, these wrestlers are amazing. They can't. They he he would be tie his feet together too. He still will somehow come out ahead. And the yeah, fact that Stevenson got two takedowns just it, it it's impossible. It is not possible for that to happen. And somehow it did. Yeah, and the, the heavyweight aspect, I think, is what you need to focus on here. I what it reminded me of. It, remember young Shaquille O'Neal? Yes. Just how incredibly fast he used to be before, like, you know, age and gravity and weight finally took their toll. He was just, he was, he was that type of, that big of a person moving that fast is, it's something to watch. And that's, it was similar to that type of just freakish athleticism. It was really, it was just something, man. As it, it was, honestly, if, if the tables had been turned and Stevenson had given up a three-point lead with 13 seconds to go, it would have been the most Minnesota moment oh, yeah. in Olympic history. So just even taking that fact and knowing that he turned it around, it's just unbelievable. One of the most unbelievable sports moments I've ever seen. Yeah, it was. And I know thing. nothing about wrestling. Absolutely no. nothing about wrestling. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It, I, it was just crazy. One time, I went to a Gophers wrestling match once about 10 or 12 years ago. And number one, I didn't understand anything was going on. And number two, I'm sitting there in the upper deck. I was at the sports pavilion. And it was very strange to me to be sitting there watching a sport. And you guys know that I like 100,000 different sports. But the crowd would go nuts, and I would have no idea why. I wouldn't – like they – they somebody would grab somebody else and the crowd would just lose it and you know these are wrestling people so they're loud angry men and these guys these people would just go crazy like 
half out of excitement, half out of trying to encourage them to, you know, kill the kill him or stab him or whatever they were cheering for. And but the the actual mechanics of it, I would I was like six seconds behind everybody because I was like, what? Why are they yelling? Oh, he did. Oh, oh, he's he's now taking him down and is about to pin him. I I just don't see that coming. So the fact that. Not only was this wrestling moment amazing, but also it was amazing even for doofuses like me That's who don't know have any idea what was going on is utterly unbelievable. <clears throat> and that so, was just so um, I don't, I don't think Brandon were... watched any of the Olympics, I think is what yeah. it comes down to here. <laughs> can, can you tell? Brandon has How nothing to tell? contribute. I'm trying. You bought a dog and that meant there were no Olympics in your house. Yeah, I don't think we watched one second. It's a bummer. Yep. Nothing Sorry, to offer. Man. I know. Who else who else from Minnesota won medals? I knew there was somebody else. Oh, the swimmer from Lakeville, um Regan uh, Smith. Regan Smith. Regan yeah. Smith won some medals. I feel like there was somebody else that I'm forgetting. We're sorry. Let's remember some medalists. <laughs> uh two a couple players from the Lynx won medals, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh so there's a couple. Where it was Kevin Durant. Somebody else. Yeah, Kevin yep. Durant. Yep, he's from Crystal. Zach Levine. <laughs> uh-huh. One of us. He counts. That's probably good. That's probably That's a good probably yeah, enough. amount yeah. of memory, <laughs> memorying people. Well, it should be clear at this point that we can't remember any of these people. No. So. Right. No. And, right, right, right. I mean, right, to right, be right, fair, right. the Olympics like were done like four days ago, so how can we expect it to remember <laughs> Something right. from ninety six hours ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Maybe for maybe for John, John maybe, um, or All both right. of you. Uh, for the Minnesota Twins, <laughs> can you tell me what your boner clock is at? Six o'clock. <laughs> full. Is it even six? It's not even six. Six fifteen. Uh, let's see. I got to think about this. Four thirty. It's at four thirty. Okay, so it's tucked yeah. under. That's yeah. how far gone Tape. it is. Taped to the leg. It's yeah. You won't even allow. You won't allow yourself yeah. to get even to six o'clock because you know it's not. Nothing good's going to happen. What a terrible season this has been. What a oh, truly God. awful, miserable. Everything's gone wrong. They're trading guys I like. They're trying to pretend that this wasn't their own fault. Just. Miserable, ugly season. Every guy they signed has been like a literal negative to the team. I think yes. pretty close to every guy. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it you probably saw coming. Some of it maybe it's a surprise. I don't know. I mean, we were just young men sitting here not six months ago, mm-hmm. talking about them and feeling pretty good. Even our pessimistic predictions i'm looking at them right now uh 88 wins was the was the most pessimistic we believed we did believe and we're we don't ever believe we don't believe in anything we hate all everybody constantly i mean our lesson i'm not gonna name names but john i mean jay marthaler said uh 97 wins this year i did 97 97 wins Oh my gosh! And they Stu said exactly ninety-two, ha- and I said eighty-eight, yeah. and even eighty-eight is embarrassing and pathetic. Ugh. 
I said Randy Dobnak would be a bro this year. Oh my god! I thought he'd be really hey. good. Who is who is my bro? Just give it to me straight. Josh Donaldson. Oh well, he's still I, on the team. Healthy. He's still. He's been healthier than most years. Yeah, I mean, it's probably as good a pick as anybody. Honestly. Oh yeah, yeah that's a really good pick. Not the, actually, he's not the worst player on the team. So this is a win yeah. for me. Well, Stu said Kyle Garlic. Uh, well, that is love we that lost. is <laughs> that is something else right there. Well, he did roof get stoof. out for the year. I mean, that's not my fault. <laughs> nah, it sounds like it might have been. You're the only might person who talked about him before the season. So, mm-hmm. if anybody, it's you. I yeah. Did, so I, I guess we I just know I never. Picked, go, I know ahead, I picked Jones. Mitch Garver as my turd, and he had one of his. He Boy, he, he had one guy. of the worst worst injuries I've ever heard of in the history of baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so, just that doesn't make him bad, but it makes was, his life bad. What was the medical term? Just like broken testicle. Well, they said yeah. groin contusion, but groin yeah. contusion. emergency surgery groin yeah. contusion is. You don't go to the hospital muscle. for bruises on your no. groin muscle. Testicle no. snapped in half. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. and he that came back and hit bombs. That's pretty cool. There should be a thirty for yeah. thirty on him coming back and hitting bombs after that. I would yeah. watch that movie. I mean, I wouldn't watch the parts of the testicle, but the comeback no, here bad. is no less inspiring than anything else that's ever happened in history. I mean, it's like Rick and Keel level as far as I'm concerned. That's right. Just the fact that that happened to him and he has willingly caught baseball games again after oh, yeah. that happening. Yeah. I, I, like, I, yeah. I, I would be stationed in deep right field. That would be it. Deep, that would be it deep, for me. Deep, the, deep right the field. The Manny Ramirez plan of just like basically right. elbows against the wall during the game. That would be me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, I want no dude. part of this sport. Oh, yeah. Miserable. Oh. And he's an inspiration to us all. Yeah. Truly. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, one thing we never considered would even be possible, because I don't know if it's ever happened in our lifetimes, is what would happen if every single player on the team had the worst season of their career? This is basically what it looks like. A 95-win yeah. team is going to end up winning like 74 games or something. Maybe, if we're lucky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, missing the Vegas predictions by like 20 games is pretty close to unheard of. Right. So, I guess I'm just curious like are the boy geniuses cuz they have a track Total record that frauds. You, you think that we would trust, right? They made the playoffs in I believe 3 of 4 years and they were legitimately very good. But this season has been such an unbelievable bust. That has all goodwill flown out the window to, for them. Uh, I think yes. It's, yeah, it's it's rough out there, man. Hot seat time. Yeah, it's... I don't think they're Vikings hot seat, but I think they're. I think if next year is similar, <clears throat> then yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I don't. I, they have to be good next year, especially their Maybe pitching staff. Maybe not playoff good, but the, yeah, they need to be above five hundred at minimum. I, I feel like the Vikings are a poor comparison, just because it's very clear that there's absolutely nothing Rick Spielman can do to get fired from his job. <laughs> yeah, yep. Pull a Costanza um, in the right. parking lot; it still wouldn't work. These guys could. 
I think, actually. Yeah, I, Do we even I, know I, that? I, I, Maybe I, they couldn't get fired. I mean, it's the poll ads. They don't have any yeah, fucking clue what's going on. They do give you a fair amount of rope there. Uh, <laughs> I just, if, if next year is a struggle again, then I think, if nothing else, Baldelli might be in trouble. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know if that would solve anything, though. I mean, you think he has anything to do with this season? Maybe? A tiny bit? I mean, the wrong some, out there? some, but if he's had a terrible year... It only makes him fit in better. Yeah, yeah. He's just doing it to bond. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. Like guys, I look at me. I can. I continue to fuck up. I, do you remember early in the year when the ongoing talk and the ongoing theme was about how Rocco Valdelli was screwing up managing decisions, and that apparently is what we all thought that was holding the Twins back. Was not oh, the worst, his, not the worst pitching yeah. staff in the league, but Rocco, his bullpen, his bullpen boy, usage is garbage. Starters too early, yeah. and then like oh. three weeks later, it was very clear that the the only the only mistake he was really making in terms of using the bullpen was using the bullpen. Yeah, followed by using letting, the starters. Yeah, then, yeah, <laughs> letting letting Full anyone second. go to the mound and throw the ball towards the opposing hitters was a bad move on his part. Yeah, just mm-hmm. just every yeah. I mean, it, everything is bad, and uh, and t- the latest thing today, of course, is uh, uh, John's buddy Angelton Simmons taking to social media to let you know that the vaccines are really don't work. And, no, uh, did that happen? <laughs> no, so, uh-uh. that didn't happen. He did not do uh, that. He, I did. Is he so, still is he still doing his own research? Or is he, he is absolutely. He's he and Adam Thielen are doing their own research on COVID Island, and uh, it's, I just would love anybody who said that would just ask them like, "Are you doing your own clinical trials? Is that what you mean? You're running actual uh, medical sh- clinical trials? When are the results back? <laughs> what kind of control group are you using? <laughs> yeah, Jesus, uh, is it a double blind study? Placebo. Um, so, yeah, it's and. It, I'm going to, this is me doing some shameless self-promotion. I wrote about this uh, for Twins Daily. Uh, It's, there's a thing where you can, Major League Baseball is, has a century's worth of goofballs and cranks and weirdos. Mm -hmm. Remember, Mm -hmm. Steve Carlton is like clinically insane. He yeah. is. He was, yeah. He, he was had to stop talking the, to the press for like forty-five years because he had some yeah. alien and talk the, and UFOs oh, was, and uh, government yeah, conspiracies. He, yeah, he's like lives on a compound outside of Denver right now, and mm-hmm. he's, yeah, he's just cuckoo banana pants. But he was like one of the best pitchers of the seventies. Um, he, well, Brandon, he led the National League in strikeouts when he was thirty-eight years old. Oh man, That's really, a man after my that, own heart. And you know what actually is, is so odd about Steve Carlton is. He's basically has like Mike Lindell's beliefs, but also weirdly the self awareness to just like be quiet about it, which is such an odd <laughs> combination. Because you'd think if you're like, oh no, I uh, figured out that there are aliens walking on Earth, you'd want to tell everybody. He thinks he figured out and was like, ah, I'll keep it to myself. Yeah, and yeah, I'm guessing the Phillies knew that he was kind of off his nut. But you know, when you're doing when you're winning four Cy Youngs, leading the league, leading your team to their first World Title you get some leeway to mm-hmm. think your goofy little thoughts and yep. keep your mouth shut around reporters and we're all good. Totally. Angelton Simmons. Not so does much. Does not have Steve Carlton's. <laughs> no restraints. He, he, 
he has what Steve Carlton had in 1987 for the Twins, which is jack shit. That's <laughs> he's, he can He has not. I mean, I think uh, Zach Floyd pointed this out. Actually, our friend, uh, the friend of the program, uh, Zach Floyd, Anderson Simmons has not had a base hit since May. It may <laughs> the stats may say the box score may say that he's got a hit since typos. then. But, typos. But you, you, yeah. First of all, you can't prove it. Mm-mm. No. Look it up, buddy. Well, do your up. own research in this yeah. Do your own research. He Don't look at the box scores. Do your own research. Yeah. You'll realize it. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he, his fieldings, he's, he's, a, he's a good to excellent fielder. But that just means if you can't hit and you're a good fielder, that just makes you Jeff Rebelay if Jeff Rebelay thinks Jurassic Park really happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. You got to be able to hit a little bit. You yeah, have to. So it's just, yeah. yeah, it's 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 just it's the latest thing where it's like Jesus Christ. Just everything about this team, they were so likable and fun and mm-hmm. so much promise. And just everything about the season has just been just a fucking wall of shit, man. I hate it. Yeah, I we, really do hate it. We continue to fall for these over the hill guys like Simmons and talk ourselves into them every year. You're Mike Lambs. Your Brett Boons and what have yous. <laughs> Joe Trout? Creedy's. Really Your just an, Creedy's. Un, an unbroken line of twins third baseman. Yeah. But the problem is we had two of those actually hit, and they were the greatest things mm-hmm. ever, Jim Tomey and Nelson Cruz. So maybe yeah. it's just cheer for the old DHs and boo any old position player because those are the guys who are not going to work out. And I'm sure every team... I'm, you know, has these journeyman guys that they sign every single year, but I feel like it's way more for us. I feel like this happens to us constantly. The Andleton Simmons yeah. of the world, the Juan Castros of the world. Oh, we talked ourselves into that guy too, man. But he's yeah. not into chemtrails, as far as we know. As far as we know, he had the decency to be quiet about his chemtrail beliefs. Yeah. If if he is a flat earther, he just stays quiet about it. Thankfully, yeah, he didn't try to recruit. Oh, yeah, just every single thing has been so bad about it. Now, are they going to be able to like turn it around next year? Is that reasonable? Well, it seems like it's reasonable. I don't know if I fully believe but it, they, but. <clears throat> They have got to hit on some of these pitching prospects that they got. Yes. And some of the guys in the minors have got to come up next year. Mm-hmm. It's like Duran and Balasovic or Balasovic. Yeah. And then the guys they got in the uh, Barrios trade. I'm uh, not, uh, obviously, the one's a position player, Austin Martin. Yeah. Um, He's stud. And then, well, and the uh, Cruz guys. There's like two AAA yeah. players in the Cruz trade that look like they could be legit yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, because the, the Rays are so deep. They just basically have like 19 Kevin Tappanies at the ready to trade at any time. Just the guys are going to be a third <laughs> or fourth starter right away. Yeah. And they just gave the Twins two of them because they had just some sitting around in their drawer. Yeah, so, I, I really don't nice. trust that one because if Tampa Bay gives away a cost-controlled pitcher, those guys must be... Yeah, serial bullshit. killers or mm-hmm. smell like garbage or something. <laughs> Something's got to be wrong. There. That was such a drop from <laughs> serial killers. Just maybe smell bad. not great. You know, got some, got you know two terrible things. I was trying to think of what could they possibly have done that also won't get me sued for slander. <laughs> you journalists, man. I don't You're know afraid, why. Just, just afraid See, to speak you've changed, man. 
You changed. I don't know why I or thought serial killer was fine, but anything <laughs> between serial killer and smelling like garbage was off limits. Yeah, the the mean between those two was probably like some sort of misdemeanor level, and that ends up probably right. being okay in court. Yeah. It no, it was up. a good save. It was a really good yeah. save, John. Uh, no, I you're either... right. I'm concerned about that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and that really will be. I think the lineup will be probably okay. There's no. I mean, they can't regress any more without actually falling down every time they're at the plate, mm-hmm. offensively. So, mm-hmm. um, I like uh, I like Kirloff before he went out for the year. I think Larnick's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just, I cannot yeah, I cannot keep Trevor Larnick and Brent Rooker straight. They might as well be the same guy. Uh, Parker Hageman is still in love with Brent Rooker, so that's a positive. Yep, um, we trust Parker. In Parker, we trust. Uh, uh, and uh, Garver has come back very strong from uh, his injury. Uh, Polanco is playing out of his mind the last three weeks when it doesn't matter at all. He's streaky, um, but he's good. Buxton will be yeah. back. Our Buxton boy. will be back, and uh, yeah, that's going to be at that. I could like do twenty minutes of therapy about Buxton. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think we need to do that on this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when he was. The trade winds were blowing his way, and I was not taking it well. No, I, did not like that. July thirty first was not a good day for me. Folks. <laughs> it was, it was, it was rough. But uh, I, there was a rumored package with him and Maeda. Speaking of regression, um, mm. and it's like, nah, man, not not like this, not like that, not today. I know. And I and I get it. I I know what's going to happen if the Twins do sign him. I I know things. He's. He, do you guys know that Buxton has a tendency to get hurt? I've heard you, some things. You guys heard about that? You guys, yeah. you guys heard about this? Uh, <laughs> you believe it? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, obviously the last one was not. I mean, anybody can get a fastball on the hands. That's mm-hmm. not injury prone. That's just shit luck. But Buxton has been uh, getting himself hurt out in the outfield and then having some shit luck combined. And that's how you, like, played 25% of the season. And... Oh, God, I no, just I gotta, I'm stopping. Nope, I'm, I'm, I'm stopping. I'm not going to talk about it. It's, it's, it's good. too hard right now. I'm just, not going to talk about it. You put yourself on ramp probation. I respect yeah. that. You have to just be self-aware yeah. and understand. Like I'm putting myself yeah. on probation right now. I get that. Yeah, that makes t- sense. Um, it would have just it. been too much because the Barrios news was hard enough. Like any guy that we got back, I'm not sure I've read that any of them has the ceiling of. And Barrios obviously was not like. You're easily number one stud going to an away game in the playoffs and shut people down. Like he's not Johan. I get that. No, but it we are. Yeah, there's but, a huge there's gap like, for the guy that could be that right now. Like, is it that Jordan Bell, whatever Balthazar? You know, of the Balthazar yeah. family. Is it him? Is maybe. It's, uh, he's like th- seems to be the highest. I guess we could just read Aaron Gleeman's columns of like who's going to be the best prospect pitching, but it just feels like there's a big yeah. gap right now, and that's what you really. Yeah. I want to. I just want to go back to what you said about Barrios there for a second because what always drove me entirely crazy about Jose Barrios and the discussion going on with Jose Barrios was people seemed to the the consensus seemed to be like, well, he's not an ace. But when people said ace, what they meant was like DeGrom or maybe Max Scherzer, like the best pitchers in baseball. Yeah. Which is, it's. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. <laughs> it's idiotic because there's like three of those guys. And yeah, he's not one of demanding, those Yeah, demanding, <laughs> demanding that Burrios be one of those guys is... Utterly pointless. There are going to be teams that don't have one of those guys. It's just the way. It's like complaining that, well, Kirilov's hitting, but he's no Mike Trout. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. He's yeah. not Mike Trout. But for some reason, people seem to understand that with position play, position players. But when it comes to starting pitchers, it's like, well, if he's now one of the best pitchers in the history of Major League Baseball, might as well trade him. Might as well trade him. He's a he's a number two starter, a bottom tier number one. Do you realize how few of those guys the Twins have had over the past thirty years? Very few. There's Santana, there was Liriano until he got hurt, and uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I, uh, I guess Kenta. I guess Kenta last year. Kenta Maeda last year. I would, if you want to go back just a little farther, Frank Viola. That is a little bit farther, Jack Morris, in the sense of being. 20 years. You know, if you go back I, I, to Camilo Pasquale. I thought you said 30, and I apologize, yeah. Jack. No, I, pr- I probably did. But it's it's, yeah, it's 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 a silly opinion. It's a silly take, and anyone who has it should be ashamed of themselves. Bad take. Burrios, yes, Burrios was not Jacob deGrom, but nobody but Jacob deGrom is, is Jacob deGrom. And so expecting that and criticizing him for not being that, it, it also – it sort of smacks of the – the criticism that Joe Maurer got for years, too. Right. Like, well, I don't know. He's not the best player in baseball. He's only in, like, the top ten. Overpaid. Well, yeah, Barrios is just, yeah, he's not an ace level, but that doesn't mean he wasn't good. And if we had gotten an ace and then Barrios was the number two, that doesn't make him any better or worse. He still would be the same pitcher he was. The other thing that stings about him is, we saw him like coming up in the minors and like expecting and hoping that he could turn into the guy, and then he did. That doesn't happen very often. Most of these suits yeah. flame out, and he was really good for a long time. So that's the thing that's holding me back from thinking they'll be able to turn it around next year. These guys were supposed to be really smart with pitching staffs, and uh, um, this year for sure it's really blown up. And on their faces. they're all garbage. Yeah, they're all the, they're all bad, and it's true that they were good other years. So it's really not maybe totally fair, but I don't give a shit. They're bad right now, and it makes me sad. It makes everyone sad. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, I don't care for it. The summer sucks when the twins are bad. Brandon had to get a dog to cure <sighs> the badness of this twins team. The twins blues. Yep. Yep. I did. That's exactly why. Um, I don't know if either of you are checking social media. Can one of you maybe just do a quick check and see if a sinkhole has swallowed up all of Dyersville, Iowa yet? Oh no! Oh God! What's going that's what on? I've been ho- that's what I've been hoping for. The White oh, Sox, it's, it's field the trip. White Sox versus yeah. the Yankees in Eastern Iowa. Boy, that is just a strong candidate for a natural disaster in my book. Ugh. Did they get the ghost of Kevin Costner to be there at least? They Rest probably did. I did. I mean, I'm recording this podcast. I'm not watching this game, but I'm oh, sure. Okay. That... I just, 
He has to be available. I know, like, everyone likes the the TV show Yellowstone, and I know he's in it, but I don't think he's done much of anything else lately, so... I just have to assume he's just kind of hanging around. He was probably at the Culver's there, mm-hmm. having a butter burger. Hanging at the bar, words. putting out the vibe. Yeah. So, I'm... I, I'm going to assume that Costner is there, and he probably did like the player introductions, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, it's and it's it, it's White Sox Yankees, right? Yeah, but there's yeah. two, yeah, two teams that I have no. I mean, I like a couple guys in the White Sox, but they're in the Central, so fuck them. So yeah, like Tim and Tim Anderson's awesome, and Eli Jimenez is awesome. And, yeah, I uh, just like, wanted I like them to. I just want them. I want them to be on a different team that doesn't suck. Well, or I wanted Tony Larusa to flame out spectacularly because oh, yeah. he's the worst. And I guess yeah. for us, it just proves that managers are somewhat useless, irrelevant. Yeah. But if you're a Tony Larusa fan, you're just laughing at us idiots, right? You know, see, I told yeah. you, I told you, this he guy knew you. what he was doing. Yeah, small ball. Yeah, advanced I will, runner. I will say on your own that team. I, tur- I turned on. Be awful to people. Yeah, I turned on the game. I turned on the game for a couple of minutes before the podcast started, and they were coming back from a break, and they were doing one of those drone shots or whatever over – there was like a corn maze out beyond the fence. And Joe Buck was talking, and what he said – I'm going to misquote him a little bit because I didn't write it down or anything. But what he said was, I know it's not popular, but I'm just going to say it. I love Tony Larusa. And then he, you know, he blabbered for a little bit and then it was like, and, you know, my mind, I don't know what he said in that moment because my mind was trying to crawl out of my skull. But <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> it snapped back just long enough for him to say something like the combo of, uh, of analytics and the, and grit. And he's got him 10 and a half games ahead in the central. Number one, that's the stupidest possible thing to say. Number two, the reason they're ten and a half games in the central is number one, they have good players, and number two, the rest of the central is garbage. Utter, right. utter stinking garbage. Mm-hmm. So giving Tony LaRusso credit for being the only people who are the only guy in the group who's still not drunk enough that he's falling over, the one guy who's sober enough to stand is not proof that analytics are stupid. It was just it was like a blast from the past. It was Joe Morgan from twenty years ago. I couldn't <laughs> believe it was happening. I can't believe you used sobriety and Tony LaRusso in the same sentence. Yeah, that was that was, <laughs> that was really good. That was well done, there, John. Uh, anyway, that's enough. That's more than anybody should talk about Joe Buck or the Cle- or or the, the the American Leaf Central. I almost said the Cleveland the Cleveland Guardians. There, I was I was I don't know what happened there. You're on a roll. Speaking You're on sobriety. a central roll. Yeah. you <laughs> You were Speaking rolling, of sobriety, stop it. No, uh, I do want to mention because we didn't have a chance to talk about this. I do really appreciate Cleveland coming up with a name that has something to do with the city, but also means they can just cross out part of the name and write in another part of the name. That yeah. is some um, lazy thinking, and I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good name, right? I mean, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it cleared the low bar of not being racist. Yeah, that's like good yeah. job, guys. Yeah. Woo. And it can't be the dumbest name because two na- two teams are named after colors of socks, and one is just a right. color. So yeah, so yeah, they're all right. It's okay. It's not the worst. And did you see like their reveal video or whatever? Mm-mm. They got 
Tom Hanks did the oh, voiceover. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. I had no idea Tom Hanks was from Cleveland. Tom Hanks is not from Cleveland. From Oakland. Oh, he's from California. <laughs> what is what is the connection between Tom Hanks and Cleveland? Can someone explain that to me? No. No, I think it's like his dad was from Cleveland or he grew up Oh, was it? Something there's some connection, but I don't it's 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 tenuous at best. He turned down the role of Joe Boo in Major League. <laughs> <laughs> Screen tested <laughs> through the roo- yeah. through, through the roof, but uh, yeah, couldn't do it. Yeah, he's too We're just going to have it Turner be like an Hooch. idol in the guy's locker. So Yeah. Um, Honestly, you know, Field of Dreams is one thing, and I like Field of Dreams fine, but I would pay to uh, go to a major league game in recreated municipal stadium from Cleveland. Yeah. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's so, that that's would be such awesome. a better movie or than just, Field of Dreams. It's way it's better. Such a better movie. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And correct me, I have not watched it yet, but uh, from what I understand about Ted Lasso is the plot of Ted Lasso is the plot of Major League, right? Uh, somewhat. Yep. It's, in a uh, sense, it's yes. loosely at the beginning, sort of in there, a lot less cynical, um, but uh, it kind of starts in that direction and then goes, it very much goes um, in a different direction. Is Why have you... Rene Russo in this one? Uh, unfortunately not. Ah. <sighs> I know oh, it's a bummer. Okay. Um, why have you now? Are you just you don't have Apple TV? We, or have, we don't have Apple TV. We have so many streaming services. And right. It's like, you, this is one of but, those. I think you can do a seven day trial, but you got to be ready to knock yeah. out two seasons in yeah. seven days. And so you other, wait till it's like are, full yeah. rain in the forecast, and then get after it. Pretty much, yeah. It's like if we both, it's on our list, and you know where we. <laughs> When the uh, when they get to the end of the alphabet for variants, that'll probably be one of the things we end up doing. Is just, yeah, <laughs> got to stay inside for another three fucking months. Let's get Apple TV, honey. Yep, yep. I think if you end up paying a month, it's like six bucks. It's worth six bucks. It's a good show. Oh yeah, I, I know, know people yeah. like rave about it, um, and they should. It's a really good show. But I also have been victim of waiting to watch something that was universally beloved, and then been like, well, come on. I mean, it wasn't that good. Ah, come on. Come on. Yeah. You know Come on. Me. Come on. Yeah. You know. You know me saying those things in that style. Honestly. That's me. What convinced me to watch Ted Lasso was that Brandon, one of the more cynical people I know, mm-hmm. was like, no, it's incredibly charming. You should watch it. It warms the heart. And <laughs> hearing that kind of review from Brandon was enough to get it over the top. And it's great. I Did it warm it your heart? Is your heart it warm? It warmed my heart. My heart. My 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 cockles were warmed. Good, that's the goal. Yep, <laughs> it's a fun one, totally. Um, but on to less fun news. The worst news. John, oh, have God. you have you heard have you heard this? Have you have you heard this? Um, you get, a lo- this? get a load of this. Get a load of this, John. Have you heard this one? You hear about this? Uh, you hear about this? Get a load of this. Uh, the Timberwolves traded Ricardo Rubio. For I have pretty much nobody for a real piece of shit play. I, That's I what they honestly did. don't know who they traded him for, but it could have been Kevin Durant for all I care. And it I was, still would have uh, been mad Tor- about it. Torian Prince, right? Torian Prince, Hazard. Uh, Torian Hazard. Who could have, you could find him in the G League and he'd play for free, like an internship. That's who we traded. Our, be- our beloved, beautiful inspiration to us all, Ricky Rubio. To save like four million bucks on the salary cap, and you know who they got with that money they saved? Fucking nobody. 
That's who they got. They got zero other people. So they made themselves yeah. worse for no reason. But yeah, but I mean, when you look at how they did in the draft this year, uh, <laughs> for no reason, oh. they looked at what they had and they said, "You know what we should do? Get worse. Let's just get worse for no other fucking reason at all." I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And I don't I don't have any opinion on them trading Ricky Rubio from a basketball perspective. I don't care if Torino Pelican or whatever his name was. I've already <laughs> forgotten right. it. Yeah, you nailed it. Um, I don't care if he's good or bad or not. I, I honestly, there is no basketball case you could make for this move that would convince me. Because I just, I really, really enjoyed having Ricky Rubio back. And I was really enjoying thinking about what it might be like next year when he's sort of back to full strength, hopefully. Like, yeah. coming into the season last year, he was out of shape because he didn't think there was going to be a season, and he was still recovering from COVID, and he wasn't very good to start with. You know what? I understand. I understand that. Now he's got an off season to be part uh, to be sort of the veteran presence on a young team. I was very excited. Ricky Rubio is one of my favorite basketball players of all time. And the fact that they just dumped him for nothing again, just like those jerk-offs did the first time they dumped him, is infuriating. Utterly infuriating. I hate it so much. I don't really know what even else to say. Uh, it was his worst year ever last year, and he was still like one of our average players like he still was fine and anthony edwards loved him he had an inspire an expiring contract and inspiring inspiring and expiring. inspiring everything and expiring. he does inspires time. us. that house was burning up and us. burning down at the same time it was both it was very an inspiring contract for me that got me out of bed every morning and expiring meaning that it could have been used for something of value and instead we got terry pringle who plays seven minutes Terry a night. Porter. And Terry Porter, who's at this point 59-year-old Terry he's Porter. He's very old, but he's, I mean, his fundamentals are strong. No, great footwork. You're not going to – I mean, I, I totally agree with that. Um, perfectly shaped head. I appreciate that about him. He's thick. There's lots of good things about Terry Porter. I don't mean this to, to be a shit on Terry Porter podcast. We've already done that episode. No. Yeah. Um, it just makes zero sense. And these guys continue to, and by guys, I mean Gilda Radner. He, I feel like he's doing the thing where he has some tricks up his sleeve and then he gets outsmarted and then he looks like a fucking idiot. Like, I think he thought he was really smart when he took Dario Saric and the 11 pick and got Jarrett Culver. Like, ho, 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 there's value moving up five picks and blah, 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 salary cap. But then he drafted Jarrett Culver, and then the Suns had two awesome players, and we had one shitty player. And I think he did that with D'Lo, and I think he's doing that again now. Some weird tricks up his sleeve ideas that just don't happen, and he gets just worked by other people. And it really bums me out. It's the worst. I it's hate the it. worst. I hate it. I hate so it bad. more... More than I hate the twins right now, and that's saying something. It really is. I hate it. I hate it more than I hate Kirk Cousins theorizing about how he could drive a Pope mobile around to protect everyone from him. 
I, I really did think about a plexiglass. What? <laughs> what was he talking about? What if I sit in a plexiglass <laughs> box? Said the man leading the football team onto the field. <laughs> Dude, I know needles are a little scary for some people. I get it. It can't be any worse than walking around in a plexiglass box all like, through a facility. Would, <laughs> would he have multiple plexiglass? Would he have to move in the plexiglass box? I think it would how, be mobile. How is this going? He's literally going to drive the Popemobile around the field? Is this so. what's going to happen? During practice, does he have to call plays from the Popemobile? Does he have to? Is it a, on a Segway so he can take it out on the field? What how does this work? I have so many questions, all of which could be obviated by just getting the very well-tested, safe vaccine that's available for all American adults. He's doing his own research, John. You got to let his clinical trials that he's running on his own come to, then he'll see the results there and he'll do his own research and then he'll figure out what the other doctors, because he's a medical doctor, I believe. I think that's what he went to school for. I... Uh, why? Yeah. Why? Why don't they just require the vaccine it's, for NFL players? Honestly, yeah. well, well you could say, let's just take that outside of the NFL. I mean, that's just yeah. Just, oh, I don't know. I mean, I initially thought I that it wasn't it. require or you couldn't require it for legal purposes. Um, no, that's not true. You can because yeah. my and then uh, and then I thought maybe it would be for PR purposes. But I think you're going to win the PR battle now. I'm not positive, but I think you are. I don't think you're going to get a whole lot of... I mean, you will get some like picketers and shit like that, but I think you'd win that one now. I think people generally would be like, cool, nice job. I don't know. Yeah. I just... And of course, it's not just, it's not just Cousins. It's no. Adam Thielen. It's, it's Harrison more, Smith. It's more players on the Minnesota Vikings than on any other NFL team. And it's number one, important baby, important player to the team's uh, success this year. It's and you can even say Kirk Cousins is integral to the team's success because that quarterback room is it's it's not good, John. It's I mean, good. legitimately, the way thanks to the vaccine status of the quarterback room. Honestly, Jake Locker might be the key to the Viking season. <laughs> uh, Jake Browning. I think you mean Jake Browning. No, I think I mean Jake Locker. Jake Locker. Who do I mean? no, he's onto something. Here. It could be. It could be. He's available. Are you sure? I mean, are, are you seriously positive? I might be I'm getting sure my the, uh, University, University of Washington. Washington. Yeah, no, was, that's was, Jake Locker. Jake Pretty sure that could be either one. How many quarterbacks <laughs> named Jake can the University of Washington have in a row? Oh, I know God. Jake Plummer went to ASU. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. But after that, I'm lost. Um, it should tell you about this, the the deficit of good, uh, unproven quarterback. My dad isn't even enthusiastic about Kellen Mond. That's, he loves every unproven fucking quarterback the Vikings have had, from McLeod, Bethel Thompson, all, all the way back to Steve Dills. And uh, he just pull. can't get any sort of excitement over uh, Kellen Mond. And that is I interesting. Why is that? that? Is it? Did he suck in college, or did we just not ever see him in college? Oh, my, he played for uh, Texas A and M, right, John? Yeah my my cousin my cousin's wife is an A and M graduate and an A and M fan, and so they watch a lot of A and M football. And when the Vikings drafted Kellen Mond, the text he sent me was, uh, "Prepare to be whelmed. You won't be <laughs> underwhelmed. You won't be overwhelmed. Just prepare to be whelmed." 
Oh. Okay. Well, I don't want to be whelmed. No, thank yeah. you. Or, or vaccinated. Um, Neither. Yeah. Okay, so that's bad. So our yeah, hopes and dreams uh, are riding on Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. <sighs> Somehow avoiding a very contagious uh, virus by traveling from city to city. Uh, and his dad apparently is John Lithgow and Footloose. So I, <laughs> that's a whole other thing that uh, you can't, I don't, to be uh, his age worth that much money and still be scared of your dad. That's, that's rough. That's not, I, I do feel for him a little oh bit. My that gosh. You can, you can see where it came from and he doesn't matter how rich and successful who you are. You're still scared of your dad. And someone, someone who has some uh, technical skills of some kind, please send us a gif of Kevin Bacon dancing in Footloose with Kirk Cousins' face <laughs> photoshopped down there. Please, uh, God, make this, this happen. Is, yeah, I mean, I'm going to transition right from my Twins depression right into my Vikings depression. Mm-hmm. It's going to be seamless this year, <laughs> and it's, it's an easy, I, it's a short slide this year. And and I know, John, you were talking about the, like, the last thing you did before starting recording. I was just uh, looking through Twitter, and uh, Andy uh, Greeter, one of the uh, Gopher writers I follow on Twitter, said that Chris Ottman Bell had to be taken off. Oh, no. Stretcher. Yeah, no. He's the best. He's the best. His leg bent at an awkward angle. No. And he, so. Um, Fuck. He's, he is, yeah, with uh, Rashad Bateman gone. Um, also hurt, but that's a whole different thing. Uh, Ottman Bell, I believe, oh. was the number one receiver, and that, that hurts because that's... Miserable. Uh, I was hoping that they would be... Because I don't think they got any... Uh, they were not in the preseason top 25, right, John? No, I don't think that, they are, but... No. And I don't think they even uh, got votes. No, was, I, I looked it up. Got, they've, got a 30, they've got a 30... Yeah, they got a 37-year-old quarterback, which really... Uh. They had Chris Winkie's dad at quarterback. I'm genuine. You might be able to tell from my sighing, but I'm genuinely going through like the five stages of grief right now. Yeah. And again, I don't know. I'm I'm on denial right now. Like, this this can't be true. I have to look this up for myself. I don't believe it. I don't believe what you're doing. Look up. Yeah, Andy's tweet. I've not seen any follow up because I've been recording and being sad on here. Um, But yeah, that's. that's, And they have. They start in. um, They start at the end of the month, John? Uh, they start right at the start of September. I think oh, okay. by I think like the second is their first game. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely before the Vikings play. Oh, needed assistance going to the locker room after he was bent I'm backward sorry. and suffered an apparent leg injury from a one-on-one drill. Can't we get this man a, a no touch a jersey, jersey, a no hit jersey, yeah. yellow jersey, red jersey? Oh my gosh! One-on-one drill means it might not be that bad, right? not like he got locked up on like six dudes trying to tackle him maybe he'll be okay oh. i love john i love brandon's optimism that's just nice that's me man nice. no you know me Captain, it's really Captain sunshine it's really fitting in with the bargaining stage i'm going through right now right i could <laughs> tell john was just ramping up into that so i wanted to meet him there um oh. rashad bateman uh is just got a minor injury so that's uh, cool. He's having surgery. He's groin, having groin surgery. surgery. But he could miss the start of the season. He'll be back in yeah. September. So yeah. So there we go. Mr. Optimism back again. Mm-hmm. 
It could be worse. And he's and he's playing with a quarterback who won't get vaccinated either. So that's oh my god, you know, it's yeah. all just oh god. It I hate sort everything. of makes me feel more confident so in the vaccines because uh, professional athletes, as we know, are some of the dumbest human beings who ever lived. Mm-hmm. So that means it this must really be successful. Wrong. Uh, well, we'll do a full Vikings preview. Yeah, we'll next have to. year because we. Next year. <laughs> yeah, after this season, someday. I'm exhausted. I'm spent after those three verses, so I can't imagine doing another one before the season. But let's try to, and we'll do bros and turds and the full preview yeah, and all good. that. But let good just intention. just for a sneak a sneak peek. Let me tell you, it's probably not going to be pretty. <laughs> I, I just think wanting to try is a good goal to have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I was I was all excited about getting together for the yearly goal for football preview with Dave, but now with Chris Odman Bell's leg is off, it's fallen off his body. It's over. I don't see why we would do that. There's no sports to look forward to at all in the fall. The only thing that might be good if anybody <laughs> could pull it off is the Gophers are playing in Boulder this year. They're playing Colorado. If it, someone can pull off a road trip Boy, or a trip out there, that oh, would be fucking I had, awesome. I had utterly no idea where you were going with that, Brandon. The only thing <laughs> that could be good, I was like, is he going to talk about the team? Is he going to talk about the Lynx winning five in a row going into the Olympic break? What's he gonna, where is he going to go with this? That and then could it be turned out trip. to be, you just want to go smoke pot in Boulder. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's a perfectly legitimate thing. To be at the end of that sentence. I'm just saying First I had no idea that's where you were going. Brandon's body is a temple. He's going to microdose. He's not going to smoke it. It's, <laughs> yeah, come on, John. It's not a thing. These lungs, what's the break? <laughs> what, what is microdosing still? Uh, I think it's it exactly how it drugs. sounds. I can't, really, I, can't really, I can't really clarify it, but it's about drugs, John. It's exactly how it sounds. You take a tiny little dose, way Wait, less, does your... way, way, way less. Does your mom really listen to this podcast, too? Yeah, she does. Oh, Stu's mom, thank you. Your son is wonderful. I'm proud to be his friend, Stu's mom. Thank you, John. He's a good boy. Stu's mom. He's a a clean boy. boy. He's a good, clean boy. He's a well-behaved boy. We have sleepovers with him sometimes, and he's just always so good and clean. Okay. Okay, it sounds like we're transitioning into like family life slash dad talk. So, if you want to start talking about the dog, Brandon, you sure can. Oh, I would love to talk about the. dog. I can't talk about sports. I got to be done with sports, guys. This is really I've started oh, to spiral a little bit. Don't blame you. Totally get it. Um, I would love to talk about the dog. The only problem is I have absolutely nothing to offer. Everybody was right. Dogs are the greatest thing uh, ever, and I love her so much already. Is she is she a good girl? She's she's the best girl. She's a real good girl. Um, what what kind of dog is she? It's a Cavalier Poodle mix, lovingly known as a Cavapoo. What was the first one? Cavalier, a King Cavalier, like a spaniel, like a yeah. Ah. So it's got like kind of the droopy ears. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we we needed to have like a very low maintenance dog. You know, having two boys that are about to be 10 and 7, super busy. Like, it, it had to be someone that we could, like, drop off with family and whatever else. So I know getting going through a breeder and all that, there's much better, more ethical ways to do it. But 
it was either that or just no dog for us uh, at this point. So, um, yeah, I went with the yuppie designer dog. Um, but yeah, they're kind of known as being the best pups for, for families, for kids, well-behaved, low key, all that, all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, we just got her on Saturday night and we're recording this on a Thursday. So we're, uh, less than a weekend, had a lot of accidents, pissing and shitting all over the place. Um, but she's so tiny that it's like a half an ounce of pee. So it's easy to clean up, which is nice. Um, and she's not very rambunctious. Uh, she, uh, she's great dogs, man. There's nothing better. What is the, uh, the old saying, the truest love in the world is between the dog and the dad who didn't want it. Um, (laughs) and I think that's probably going to be, going to be us. So yeah, we're pretty pumped, but it's not interesting. Like this is everybody's experience with dogs, right? No one has anything to say about them. I'm turning into the I'm trying to not turn into the guy who like is constantly talking about the dog and it's not an interesting anecdote at all. Like, oh, she went to the door by herself today. My coworkers are like, great. I don't. <laughs> okay. So restraint. I have to have some restraint. Yeah. The one thing I know about the sportive podcast is that restraint is the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's our best shared quality. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Sure thing. I, I don't, yeah, I've got nothing. I mean, oh, uh, have you guys gone car shopping lately? Yeah. <laughs> like I have any money. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Both your kids are young. I bought a car I a month I ago, mean, Stu. Yeah, I got one last week. Oh, nice. How was your experience? It was weird and wild. And uh, <laughs> oh. so we uh, got a... Um, Got a Volkswagen there, Brandon. <laughs> a Volkswagen. Those, those Krauts, they make a hell of a car. Interesting choice. Those Krauts. What kind of Volkswagen? <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got us, we got ourselves a Tiguan, John. Ooh, a Tiguan. Tiguan. Oh, oh, yeah. It's got la di da. I know. Um, and then, like, literally four days later, my uh, kid's car ate shit. So now <laughs> we got to figure out what she's going to drive. Yeah, good run. So, yeah, literally, literally um, yeah, uh, the Honda we were driving uh, started making it like there was a body in the trunk type of sound. I know it's not a I know it's not a real mechanics term for it, but that's what it sounded like. Like we were just driving around a hostage. So we had to go in and get that uh, swapped out. And then uh, my kid was going uh, south out of Minneapolis on uh, 35, and uh, her car started making a fluttering sound, and all the lights on her dashboard were blinking. So we're trying to figure out how to... And she's clearly uh, she's 22, so she's not in quite the financial uh, situation that uh, her old uh, old ass parents are. So we're mm-hmm. trying to help her out with that. So I've been doing a lot more car shopping this week than I have done in the seven years prior to this week, and it's uh, it's just a lot. I just it's there's just cars, man. I love cars. that. No matter how settled you are. Uh, on a car, you could walk in mm-hmm. and point to a car and say, give me that one right now for the exact price. It will still take nine hours to get you out of that car dealership. It's, uh, God, it was just, yeah, I literally had to leave and let my wife finish it because I had to go to work. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I can't, I've got to go. I can't do this anymore. I can't sit and wait for the guy for like Arlo and finance to 
No, right. he'll be right out. Arlo run, will be run, right run out. Yeah, he's just uh, yeah. finishing up a phone call. He'll be out in, um, should be, I'm he'll sure, be, less than an hour and a half. As soon as Watch we can one figure out how to make your movie. monthly payment $40 greater, he'll be out. Yeah, he's just running and, the numbers. He's talking to the manager. Yeah. Just watch, Why don't you go ahead and watch uh, two movies back to back, and then he'll be ready to go, yeah. and we'll get you right out of here. That's it. Rachel at uh, Schmel's Countryside uh, Volkswagen in uh, Maplewood. You did a great job, and we would recommend you to other people. So thanks, Rachel. Thanks, um, Rachel. Can you give us some money yeah. for that um, plug yeah, we just did? Please. Yes, please. Um, Brandon, Brandon what kind of car did you get? I got a. What kind of car did you get, Brandon? I got a Volvo X. Oh, shit. 40. Oh, shit. A little tiny SUV. Wow. We both have Volvos now. It's We have two, two Volvos, Volvos, two Volvos, and a Cavapoo. Holy shit. Oh my gosh. Oh my oh god. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was I was kind of worried about the reveal of the Volkswagen, but I clearly it was like, wow. Boy. <laughs> that you got vaccinated is one of the biggest miracles in Minnesota, <laughs> let me tell you. Well, no, hold on. I never said that, John. I said I was doing my own research. <laughs> no, no, I saw the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep, I did. Wow. I did. I know. Um it's embarrassing. I don't know what to tell you. Um, why is it embarrassing? Well, I, no, I, I, can tell you, I can tell you why it's, it's not embarrassing because when we were uh, doing our shopping, the Volkswagen costs as much as a fucking Mazda. So it's, it's not there. The, the, the uh, economy brands aren't exactly uh, cheap. So don't, right. don't, don't get it twisted, but I'm sure the Volvo was super expensive. Yeah. So. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Brandon, yeah. what are you going to do? Driving a, driving a brand new Volvo is not embarrassing. I drive a 15-year-old minivan that had hole, that has holes in the side like it was the third ship at the Battle of the Monitor and the Merrimack. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's yeah, embarrassing is the wrong word. It's a little – I have to hang my head every once in a while at how much of a yuppie we uh, – uh, 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 The word the been. kids use is bougie, uh, Brandon. The yeah. word the kids use is bougie. That's exactly right. Yeah, I never expected so. to be this bougie. I'm trying to keep it real. I've got – Tattoos that are visible with a T-shirt. I thought that might help, but no, nope. Very bougie. It's over for me. The fact okay. that it's a tattoo of the Volvo logo is really yeah, it's kind of weird. A strike on your chest. That's yeah. very weird. No, I know. Eat, love, pray did not come off as hardcore as I thought it might. <laughs> no. uh, shoot. Live and learn. Live and learn. Uh, so yeah, that's so you got a dog. I got a car. And I'm going to get another fucking car. Two cars. Uh, Two cars. What are, you, what are you doing, John? Are, I went to like twelve weddings a lot this of summer. Weddings. Yeah, somehow three members of my family got married this summer. So my daughter was the flower girl in two of them, which is fun. Wow. Because it was that's utter cool. utterly adorable, and mm-hmm. she is the happiest person ever being or, a flower um, girl because she's at the perfect age for it. Were any of the relatives uh, friends of the program? Yeah, Dave got married this summer. David, yes, you Dave, dog. God, a boy. I'm just happy. I love you, Dave. God, you're yep. the best. You are the best. That you're happened. The best of all time. Congratulations, yeah. David. Wait, wait until we do the Gopher football preview, and Dave is utterly positive and has nothing bad to say about anyone because he's just so happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited. I'm as excited as you guys are for that one. I'll believe so you got married. Hear it. My uncle got married. My cousin just got married last weekend. Which we, because, so my cousin is my my uncle's son, and my uncle hosted a rehearsal dinner for us seven years ago. And so 
we hosted one for my cousin this weekend at our house. It was all in the backyard and stuff, but it was just the utter exhaustion of trying to get through that week. By the time the wedding rolled around, I was like, I don't, please don't make me go to this wedding. Right. Now that we are like through. 15. Yeah. Now that we are through the, I don't care how open the bar is. I just want to go home. I have not hosted a party since we've gotten back to, I'm going to use sarcastic air quotes here, normal. Um, but I bet that, that feels just you describing it. I got a little tired just listening to that, that right. portion of it. Absolutely. I feel like that's a, like a muscle that is atrophied for a lot of us of like, wait, how much beers and food and what I have to cook and what? I just, it's, I mean, I don't know about it's that. a muscle that I never had in the first place. So, right. Okay. I just, uh, Never, never own a house because someone might some way, someday <laughs> want to throw a party at that house, and you just don't want that to happen. You own property. Can I stand on that property with other folks? Like, oh, my God. What? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Get <laughs> no, off of my property. Not that kind of property. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. No, that's, no foot speaking traffic. Speaking of standing on other people's property, I'm really kind of pissed about the Delta variant because I was really looking forward to hanging out at Broxy's new house. I was just going to say, I'm really hoping that we can make that happen. Yeah, we need to do a a patio party because I'm getting a new patio installed right now as we speak. I'm staring at a big... uh, Wait, as we speak, it's 9.30 at night. Oh, no, they're still working, John. They're still working. No. What kind of... Are you going to get like the (laughs) Volvo logo and pavers on the middle of it or... What kind of Volvo dingbat have you become making people work till 9.30 at night? Swedish flag in the stamped concrete. No, um, they're not not working as I speak. I'm just saying there's a big lump of paver stone, something or other, Mm. in the back. And and hopefully they'll be done soon. So let's let's, uh, pencil in just a September-ish time for us to get together. I can't make it. Yeah, well, we we know that the answer that's the answer coming from the South Metro. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I got a Phoebe Bridgers concert on the twelfth, okay. and I'm gonna again, COVID willing, gonna go uh, visit my brother down in uh, suburban Tempe the weekend following. But I will. Okay, I, I, we're actually talking. We're actually making weekend plans on the podcast now. That is how good this show is. I know that this is, is incredible. <laughs> We just are too lazy to even press stop at this uh, point. We're just having our regular just, conversations. Just the most <laughs> indulgent thing. Oh, oh my We're back, God. baby. Sorry about that. Sorry, yeah. Wade. All right, John, are you on the hook for next week's song parody? I think you can choose whatever <laughs> melody you want, but it needs to be three verses minimum. Well, it's going to be one of the songs from Frozen because well, no just... other songs exist in bio. So you guys can pick. I'll, and Frozen or Frozen do. Either we'll way. just turn this into like the most cliched radio bits of all time. Song <laughs> parodies. That's where you start. That's how you know you're good. Oh, that yeah. is true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but none of them were nearly as funny as Brandon ironically going through three verses of We Didn't <laughs> Start the Fire. <laughs> Oh man! All right, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you the lyrics if you want to read them again, John. Absolutely, I do want to read them again. Okay, Stu, I want up. your lyrics too. Sure, I can do, mine's the easy part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's say goodbye. Should we? Yeah, let's do that. My, yeah. Right. Oh God, I'm at eight percent on the laptop here, and I don't have a charger near me. So let's do this. Okay, that's let's a good do way it. to sign off. Okay, goodbye. Alrighty, goodbye. Bye, everybody.